Hey, Kat, you ready to chat? Laura, are you talking about a church boy chat? Mm, amen. Hey, guys, welcome to Church Boy Chat with Laura and Kat. And we understand there's a lot of stuff going on in the world today with COVID and everything, but we think that it is okay to still laugh. And sometimes laughter is the best medicine. We love you, listeners. Yeah, if you're listening to this, there's a lot of love for you. Have I told you lately? (laughs) Yes. That we love you. (laughs) I love it. Oh, so today, what are we talking about, Kat? What's on the Oh, 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 oh. we're talking about something I didn't realize that I'd been missing, mm-hmm. which is when sometimes you feel like you're not in a place to date. Yeah. Peter actually brought it up, our first guest, and then Laura was actually recently talking about it, this idea that is so foreign <laughs> to me, apparently, that sometimes you feel like you're not ready to date or not in a space yeah. where you should be dating. Mm-hmm. We'll have Laura kick it off because I'm still wrapping my head around this. I just, I guess, love to date. It's so, oh, I just found a hole in my shirt. Look it's at that. It's of you. My elbow. I think a lot. Um, sorry. Um, yes. So, um, fig- <laughs> sorry, I just like it blanked. <laughs> um, no, so, um, recognizing the fact that you're not in a place to date. Um, and that's a place that I've been in for a long time. <laughs> I've been stuck in that prison. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's not a prison. It's a choice. Um, no, I, that's it's something that has actually been very important to me since I was a high schooler when I like thought about dating because I immediately it was something that was dating was a big deal to me. Um, having that intimacy with another person, um, whether emotional or physical, was just something that I was like, oh, I want it to be like, even if I am going to date like a couple people, I want them to be with good people that I trust. I have, I'm very much like I need to feel, I need to feel safe, taken mm-hmm. care of, and I need to trust that person. So those are things that are very important to me. Totally. And I wasn't willing to ever like nudge on. And like, so with that being said... Um, I have been in a constant, like, from high school, nobody there interested me. And so I just didn't date. And then in college, I had made up my mind that I didn't want to stay in the Midwest. Mm. And so I didn't want to date anybody at my college because I was like, I don't want to have ties to this. But there's so many good cashables in the Midwest. I know. They're so good. Why did we leave those behind? You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I lost like 100 pounds when I moved out to LA because, (laughs) yeah. and I'm not even joking because I literally stopped eating all like the deep fried cheesy food. Totally. And it's everywhere. Yeah. You can't find a vegetable that's not deep fried. Literally when I go home and we go out to eat my plate is tan like it's just tan food <laughs> that's so and it's real. just there's no other color um <laughs> but with that being said I've always been like comfortable with saying like I'm not ready mm. and that also like with with both sides of this with where you're coming from of you not even getting to that place where you're like oh I've always been ready to date there I feel like there's two there's two sides to that coin of it like preventing you from from like learning something so with me always saying like I'm I want to work on myself I want to work on my relationship with Christ which is not a bad thing at all but 
you need to figure out the heart of that if you actually are working on your relationship with Christ Mm -hmm. or if you're just scared. Totally. I think that's so wise, Laura, that my recent newfound (laughs) conviction that I'm like, oh, that could be a thing. (laughs) Um, That there's two sides to it, whether you're dating or not ready to date, because Mm -hmm. I think so often maybe in feeling always that I'm ready to date. I just love to date. (laughs) Um, That it can be sometimes also where you should be heart checking and where, again, I'm being convicted, like, should I be heart checking about this? Where you don't want to be dating out of a place of you're trying to control the timing or something if it's not what God has for you. So I think there have been times in my life, and I mentioned this a couple episodes back, but there have been times in my life where I'm like, God... You know, you know, God, mm-hmm. I'm just feeling real settled. Like, yeah. Got a lot of things. I'm ready to get married. <laughs> or just like, God, you've grown me in so many ways mm-hmm. recently. I feel like I've learned a lot. And I'm just in a great place to have a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, God, we're yeah. great. So like, uh, this is pretty, this is probably the time. So for bring it, right? Yeah. The one Clock to show starts up. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, and he didn't answer the prayer in that way. And then looking back. I was like, oh, wow. There have been times, like, in college where I was like, hey, I'm in a great place, God. I threw out the roster. I was like, probably. <laughs> the roster's gone. <laughs> no. Ready for one man. Yeah, not the best way to date. <laughs> I love it. Um, was super plugged in my campus mm-hmm. ministry. I was like, okay, God, yeah, we're good. This mm-hmm. would be the time. Looking back, there's no way, similar to what you were saying, mm-hmm. I would have moved out to L.A. where mm-hmm. God definitely yeah. has me now for a reason, and I so see his hand in that move. Mm-hmm. And if I were dating someone in Missouri that didn't want that move, yeah. I would not have made it. Oh, it's been such a hard at. season of life, too. Yes. Of, like, figuring that out. And I feel like there are a lot of things that God protects us from. Mm. And just he is constantly there. Like, there's a reason for it. Even though at the time it might hurt to be single. And you're like, I really, I really, like, want. And, like, I almost said need. And I don't want to say need, but... I've been in that place where I'm like, I need someone. And like the second that that leaves your mouth, you're like, Oh yeah. Then I probably shouldn't be having that if I think I need it, you know? Yes. So I think looking back though, I can see where I don't think necessarily God was saying I shouldn't be dating, but mm -hmm. where I can see that, Oh, like, I wasn't supposed to be at least in relationship mm-hmm. because God had different plans. Yeah. And then it was also convicting because I looked back to when I had my pixie, which was the Ooh. man repeller. <laughs> it was. Listen, there are some boys that like it, and God bless you. You weren't a manic pixie dream girl? I was not. It was not a crowd pleaser oh. as a whole. I'm sorry. And I will tell you. Mm-hmm. I've never had so many people, this is definitely, I can tell you from my experience, a gender thing, uh-huh. because I never had one woman tell me how my hair looked best when I had a pixie. Like, even if it wasn't their cup of tea, they wouldn't be like, well, this looks better on you. Yeah. The number of men that told me how my hair looked better from, like, my different looks Stop. was astounding. They'd oh, be like, when dear. I had my pixie, they'd be like, ooh, I actually liked this better on you. And I was like, thank you for that unsolicited oh, opinion. Yeah, I didn't really need that from you. Uh, but yeah, so I didn't date as much when I had a pixie. <laughs> That's when God was like, she needs to be single. <laughs> She's going to get a pixie. Right? <laughs> but it was actually really good for me because right. um, it's interesting how society views hair. Mm-hmm. Like, that was actually just a window right. into that, how people <laughs> viewed you differently. <laughs> like, more true. alternative, you yeah, know? Yeah. Um, 
but also it was really a time in my life where I was like, okay, like I, this is, this is a character builder because mm-hmm. I was not feeling like my most attractive or any right, of that. Yeah. And it was for acting and it didn't help mm-hmm. my acting. I just went out for like a bunch of moms after that, yeah. <laughs> which apparently all moms have pixies, With I guess. the Karen haircut. Listen, I love pixies. There mm-hmm. are a few women in our church that rock, rock a their pixie. pixies. Yep. I don't think it was my look. Right, yeah. And so maybe that was a time where I needed to be single because I was yeah. single AF. Well, I also think I also think that um, being, like, I think that being single is such a good time for you to grow. And, yes. you know, and I, we've mentioned this before about growing closer to God and, blah, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just <laughs> kidding. No, not blah, blah, blah. But um, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yada. Uh, but, um I think also people view having relationships as 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 important as having a stint of like single life mm. because like when my brother and my sister-in-law got married um, a lot of people in my family were very like doubtful of it mm. just because they never had any other relationships before and they were like oh I just don't think they're going to last like they, they've never dated anybody else, and I'm marrying the first person they've ever dated. And so there's a lot of, like, skepticism there with their relationship because of that. But I I think that n- nobody is... It's not a popular opinion to be like, oh, you need to have a single time, you know? You need to have That's a moment true. of singleness in your life to get to know yourself and your relationship um, and who you are better. And that's so interesting because I feel like... I'm not really a relationship person in the sense of, yes, I eventually want a committed relationship. Mm -hmm. Yes. But, and I've had some in my life, but I've also have had a lot of time in between them where I'm very like, if this is not someone I can see myself with or the chance of it, I'm not going to waste anyone's time. Right. And I feel very, it's very clear for me if I feel strongly about Mm -hmm. someone or not. You know what I mean? So I'm either dating someone to figure out if I want to be in a relationship or I'm just not in one. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, or short-term, short-lived yeah. little relationships. So all that to say, I know some people that are more mm-hmm. relationship people where they yes. they kind of want to be in a relationship, mm-hmm. and I get that. Mm-hmm. But for them, I've definitely been like, hey, maybe you take a minute to yourself because yeah. I know the times I haven't been in a relationship, mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. grown so yep. much. Yeah. Laura, did I tell you that? Uh, I feel like this relates. I have a marriage <laughs> agreement. Oh. Do you now? I do. It seemed like a great like a best idea. friend's wedding type of a thing. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Did you know this about no, me? But like best friend's wedding is like one of my favorite movies. I love it. Well, I'm not sure what's gonna happen because oh. I may well, not have for her either. So right. And I anyway, <laughs> Cameron and I we can talk about it. Yeah. Because oh no, that was Julia Roberts was the best yeah. friend. Julie and I, we can talk about it. <laughs> it happened when I was 22, and 30 mm-hmm. seemed really far away, but yeah, 30s creeping up. Mm-hmm. Um. And we still talk. We haven't seen each other for five years. He lives in my hometown in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And he, though, always goes home for Christmas. And I always go mm-hmm. home for Christmas. We always miss each other. Right. So we haven't seen each other in five years, but we've kept up on the phone. Mm-hmm. We'll call him Bob. Okay. To continue. Oh, wait, no, new girl. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, yeah. Winston. 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 And so Winston and I talk periodically. Like, mm-hmm. when I've been in a relationship, I give him a heads up. Yeah. Like, hey, it might not happen. The oh, 30. my gosh. That's so funny. But yeah, we just checked in. And we, like, it's <laughs> kind of one of those things where, I'm like, do we need to have a conversation that, like, we're not actually getting married at 30? Yeah. Like, because we keep That's up. That's so funny. Yeah, so, I mean, if worse comes worse, though, Winston and I, uh, we got that. That's so funny. Kidding. 
No, I know. I know. But that's still, like, such an interesting thing. Because that's something, like, you do... It's such a real thing, though, to be like, if I'm not married by this certain age, like, what am I going to do? It's never going to happen. Because, like, I mean, I'm 31, and it's... Honestly, I never thought that I would still be single in 31. Coming from the Midwest. Oh, yeah. I can agree. And I feel like out here... Mm-hmm. 40 is 30 oh in the yeah it's no it's that's completely honest but like when I go home I just and I think that's part of there's a lot of reasons why it's hard for me to go home but that's one of the reasons because everybody looks at me like I'm just like this sad single person I get sat at the kids table sometimes because they don't know what to do with the odd man out <laughs> and I'm so like real. the the you know everlasting child I'm just like Peter Pan over here like I don't want to grow up and and, like, my youngest brother's married with a baby. Cool. And so it's, like, and the thing is, like, I never, it's, that has always been okay to me because I'm not in that place. And I haven't met that person yet, and I want that to be right. And, um, but still, like, if you were to ask, like, 13-year-old Laura, like, what her, how her, like, dating life would have gone, I would have met somebody in college. I would have dated oh, them. Totally. Maybe dated somebody else. Uh, two probably max because I think that's all I could really handle. Um, and then I would have been married by 25. Yep. Oh, yeah. And I'd be like, I would have at least three children by now. Totally. I think that's something <laughs> I had a very similar timeline for myself. And I even realized just saying now where I was like, oh, it's fine. 40 is the new 30. You know what I mean? In LA. But I realized yeah. that there is that fear, I think, of mm-hmm. being like, Okay, but by this time I'm going to be married. And there's always, I think, in the back of our heads, yeah. this plan we have for ourselves. So mm-hmm. A, if you're 40 and listening to this and not married, good for you because you yeah. have your own timeline if that's something you desire. Mm-hmm. And I think all of us have our own timeline, but also that idea of surrendering that timeline. Yes. And I think that's something that I have to constantly mm-hmm. hard check on because as a three on the Enneagram, mm-hmm. I have my plan and I'm going to achieve it in the yeah. most efficient way. But I mm-hmm. have to obviously allow God into that plan and yes. first not only allow him into it, but understand that he's the one allowing me into his plan. You right. know what I right. mean? Yeah. And I want to be obedient to that. So mm-hmm. it's definitely a good heart check talking yeah. about singleness. And also want to bring it back to the church boy here real quick mm-hmm. because this came up with Peter as well. We're just so in love with our first yeah, guest. Peter. Peter was amazing. Shout out to him again. Good times. Good times with Peter. He's going to come back. I know it. Yes. He already said he wants to come back. Oh, we're so excited. So it came up with him, though, too. I don't know if it was during the episode or after when we talked with him. But this timeline, because men don't Mm -hmm. have that biological clock. They don't. As women over here, we're like, hey, if we want to have kids, there is like a Mm -hmm. certain biological thing. Yeah. And, And I think the thing that has been good for me to realize, because I always wanted like... I always wanted kids, always. And now it's becoming this reality that, like, it's the clock is there. So I probably, I mean, in all reality, and I don't mean to be, like, a bummer, and I'm not bringing myself down in any way, but, like, I like to look in as, as like, in reality. Yeah. So I just, like, don't like, I don't like, um tiptoeing around the truth. Yeah. And it's just, like, let's just get down to the brass tacks. Like, yeah. in all reality... I am 31, going to turn 32 this year. I don't have anybody that I am dating. There's no, like, you know, prospective man in the picture. And so with that being said, I, by the time I do get married, if that does happen, which, you know, under my breath, I really hope it does. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I probably won't be able to have my own kids. 
And like, that's like a reality. And a part of me, like that does break my heart. I had, um, I had a, um, a situation happen a couple months back, um, where (laughs) I, I broke down. I got some news about family and I broke down about me having that realization that I probably won't be able to get pregnant. There's like, there's a reality of that, that I won't get to experience that and have my own and like birth my own children, which is something that I've always wanted to experience. And I will say that like, I have more faith. I've seen families go through foster and adoption and Mm. that has given me so much hope just because like, I, I could totally do that. And like, that's something that's an option for me to do. And like, I would love to do that. And so, I mean, all of this time spent single and who knows what'll happen though. Like God has a plan. God has a plan. And I'll say not to discredit, cause I definitely support you being like, Hey, let's just be real on this. Podcast. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> no, I love that. I do think that there are people that get pregnant later, mm-hmm. um, in life and that's definitely possible. Yeah. But as far as for where you're at personally with yourself, I think that's super God honoring where you're like, Hey, I'm surrendering my desire yeah. to have my own children right. and just seeing where God's at in that. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. whole idea of like fostering adoption is beautiful. Yeah. And I think same for me is like, I think dating is the hardest part. One of the hardest parts of surrendering mm-hmm. is dating and relationship and family because those things are so close to someone's right. heart, you know, mm-hmm. and everyone's different. Some people don't desire having children. Yeah. So that might not be the hardest part mm-hmm. of surrender, but I think that's hard. But yeah, I'm curious about guys and their, their urgency. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I feel like they kind of, they're just a little slow. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like guys are just dragging their feet about like getting in a relationship. And they got and time. Like, yeah, they got time. They can sire a child. Yeah, they'll for they, they a can, while. They can still. Yeah, they can have kids for a good long time. Can we and they, bring back the term siring. Siring. It just came out. I was like, that's I amazing. loved it. It's beautiful. <laughs> but also, like, it is so normal, and it's been this way for, I mean, ever. Like, men, older men, marrying women that are like, like twenty years younger than them. It's just, it, like, it's just, it's been a normal thing since the beginning of time. And it's crazy to me to be like, that's okay. And, like, you look at any film and you see this lead man who's, like, in his 50s and then his love interest has to be in her 20s. And it's like, what is, what is going on? Okay, real quick, <laughs> side tangent, because that's so true. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, love it. Um, and then we'll wrap. But I think to, like, end this. Yeah. I have a question for you, Laura. Oh, yeah. Hello. What's the oldest person you could see yourself dating? You know, God's in oh. it, and it could be different than we see, but what's the oldest you could see yourself dating? Oldest. Wow, that's a good question. When I was young, I was, when I was younger, I was absolutely in love with Michael Buble. Y'all. Here for it. Yeah, his voice is like butter. But. Um, but he was 10 years older than me, and when I was, when I was, like, 16, I was like, that's fine. <laughs> But like I would say right now where I'm at, I would I would probably date somebody who was like I think I would go I'm gonna okay, this is a strong Hit this it. is a strong I would go five years either way. Oh I like that. Yeah. Here's the thing, Laura. Yeah. I used to be in the tenure club for above. Yeah. I, I don't usually like dating younger, although I do think age is just a number, mm-hmm. it comes down to maturity. Yeah. Um, but I think in general, like the idea of dating someone older, and I was always like, 10 years would probably be my limit. Yeah. Recently, though, Ooh, it's been more. I don't know what it is, but I've just I been don't seeing, mind that, honestly. I've been seeing silver foxes everywhere. Ooh. So now I'm like, I don't think, I don't know. 
But I think mm-hmm. it would be more than 10 years now yeah. for me, where I'm just like, wow. I don't know. Yeah. No, I think it, w- it would really depend on the person. Yeah, I think. totally. Like, I think that is the biggest thing, is that, like... Where they're at. Where they're at in totally. life. If they're, like, pfft, like, light years ahead of me, then it's like, oh, maybe that's not going to work out as well. But, like, if there's... There has to be, obviously, a similarity there. Yeah. So, either way, like, wherever we're at, it would be fine. I'm just probably not going to date, like, a really old man. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. Fair. Like, yeah. Laura's not a gold digger, everyone. We just want to be clear. Also, I've always had a fear of old people. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it out there. It was. If you have dentures, don't come from Laura. <laughs> she won't be here for it. It's, but it's like a real thing. <laughs> she take my money. <laughs> okay. On that note, be well, everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Love your grandparents. (laughs) Be where God has you. And if you've never considered not dating, maybe you should because I hadn't until today. (laughs) Hey, it's always good to take a time. Even honestly, even if you're like, for a week. Hey. I'm just just not going to swipe on Tinder. You know, because let's just be honest. I don't... Are you on Tinder? No. (laughs) For a minute, I was like, yes. I can't. I can't do dating things like that. It's just not not a thing for me. We need to talk about that sometime. Okay, next topic. App dating. Ooh, yeah. But like... um. I feel like everybody in like young people in church are all over the spectrum for like dating wise and not everybody has the same views as like I do, you do, whatever. And so I don't know where people are at dating. We're totally like, going to hit that. Views. So I would say that anywhere you're at, it's nice to take a breather and just like, huh. just challenge yourself to not think about it for a while. Hit the pause button. Ooh, Try having a conversation without bringing up boys. That's mm. something I challenge myself with. That's something we obviously can't do, cat. Not on this podcast. <laughs> in your interpersonal conversation. <laughs> okay, we're going to wrap this for today. Yeah. But y'all know you are loved, first and yes. foremost, by God. Yes. And then by us. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> You're our little babies. We'll give you casseroles next time yeah. we see you. Mm-hmm.